Hello, 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 and welcome to the first bonus episode of the Female Creative Talks. I am so excited to have you here with me in between seasons as I give you some hints, tips, and valuable advice about how you can grow your business. This is my first solo episode because as you know, normally I would be interviewing an incredible female entrepreneur, but for these bonus episodes, it is me and me alone. So I just want to say a big thank you for joining me on this journey of the Female Creative Talks. And remember to follow, subscribe, and give me a five-star review if you love what you hear. Now, let's get started. Welcome to the first bonus episode of the Female Creative Talks. So I was supposed to be having a break in between seasons to rest, recoup and do everything else on my to-do list, but I was getting FOMO and I thought, you know what, why not record some bonus episodes to keep you guys going before season two of the Female Creative Talks comes out. So this is what you've got. So today I want to talk to you about email marketing. Those of you that have followed me for a while or are part of the Female Creative Hub or have attended any of my marketing workshops, you will know how much of an advocate I am for email marketing. So I wanted today to give you some hints, tips and valuable advice to get you on the road to using email marketing effectively. So what is email marketing? I hear you say. Well, that is an excellent question because it is something that is thrown around so often without really being defined. But it kind of is what it says on the tin. It is using emails to market your business. And by market your business, what I mean is you want to get your business message out there. So it may be that you want to educate your audience as to how your business can solve their problems. It might be that you want to connect with your audience. So allow them to get to know you, allow them to build up that trust with you. Or it might be that you have a special offer or a new launch that you want to communicate out to your audience. And using emails to do this is a really great way of connecting with your audience and really targeting the right people. So that is what email marketing is. It is just sending emails to targeted people about your business. But why in this day and age of social media would we still be harping on about quite a traditional marketing method of email marketing? Well, let me put this to you. What would happen if you woke up tomorrow morning and your social media accounts had been disabled? What would you do? How would you reach your audience? Now, that is the worst case scenario, but I know of a few accounts recently that have had exactly this happen to them. If you remember back to my interview with Jojo Graham, who is a very um, experienced business coach, she had four and a half thousand followers on her Instagram account. She had a great community and a fantastic reputation and is booked out with clients every single month. However, one day through no fault of her own, her Instagram account was shut down. Now, because Jojo is an experienced marketer, And she had a comprehensive list of all of her clients and potential clients and their emails. Jojo was able to notify everybody immediately that her social media or her Instagram account had been shut down and that she'd set up a new one. Now, within a very short space of time, Jojo gained a thousand followers on her brand new Instagram account, 
because of the power of email marketing. Because she had taken the time and the effort to grow her email list of customers and potential customers, when something happened and she wasn't able to reach them via social media, she was able to reach them via email marketing. And this is just one example of many that I've seen recently of Instagram accounts especially being shut down. On Facebook, I've seen a lot of my music friends have their Facebook pages shut down, disabled for a short period of time. Again, how can you let people know if you don't have another way of communicating with them? And emails is a fantastic way to do that. Everybody has an email address. In fact, most people have several. I think I'm up to about nine or ten now with my various email addresses over the years. But everybody has an email address. So in terms of building that into your marketing strategy, it is absolutely vital that you have collecting email addresses as one of your main activities when growing your business. So that's kind of a little bit of a summary as to why, but also take aside the fact that social media may get shut down tomorrow because we don't own that space of the internet. We're just borrowing it from these giant corporations. Another reason why it's so important to have email marketing as part of your strategy is because you can really be specific around the people that you are targeting with your products and your services. For example, if I take the female creative, I have multiple different lists of different types of clients or potential clients. I have those that are previous clients that I know are really, really warmed up to what I'm doing. I already have built the trust. I've already built a relationship with them. I have another list of people who have signed up to my free ideal client workbook. And I'll talk a little bit more about that in a, in a little while but they've signed up to download my freebie. So they are warming up to me. They are starting to build that relationship with me and starting to build that trust with me. Now, how I speak to those people is different to how I speak to my very, very hot audience because I've got a different relationship with both of them. And by really targeting my email marketing and having these separate groups, I can then really tailor what I'm saying and my intention to these different types of email marketing groups. So it's really important to have this as part of your business, especially if you want to grow. So that is a little bit about what is email marketing and a little bit about why you need to make sure you jump on the bandwagon. So I just wanted to take a quick moment to talk to you about the Female Creative Hub membership. I have an incredible community of female business owners all working together to really up-level their businesses, but even more than that, just support each other through the highs and lows of being a female business owner. Now, membership is now open. We have been working so hard behind the scenes for the last few months, really narrowing down what it is our members need from us and really targeting the content and the trainings and the masterclasses that we put into that group with the whole point of really being able to support you and be that cheerleader for you, but as well as that, give you the skills and the knowledge that you need to take your business to the next level. So I'm so excited to say that 
that the doors are open. If you are interested in becoming a Female Creative Hub member, then please do get in touch via the website, book a free discovery call, and I can't wait to chat to you more about your business. Now back to the podcast episode. So before that little interlude, we were talking about what email marketing is and why it is so important for your business. So now let's have a chat about how to encourage people to actually sign up to your mailing list. Now, gone are the days of just saying to people, please sign up to my mailing list. It just doesn't work anymore. People need a reason to part with their personal information. So it is really important to think about what you are going to give them in return for signing up to your mailing list. What I do for the female creative is I offer a piece of educational content that I know solves a problem for female business owners. I offer a free downloadable ideal client workbook. Now, this is a snapshot of my main ideal client workbook and workshop that I offer as part of my service. But I've taken some of the key elements to talk about why you need to identify your ideal client and how you might start to do that. Now, of course, it isn't in the same level of detail as if you were to pay for a power hour with me and we would go through that step by step, but it is a fantastic starting point for all business owners to really think about who it is they are targeting and why and how they can solve the problem or provide a transformation through their product or their service. So as a service-based business, it is really great to be able to offer something like that, an ebook, a free download, um, a how-to guide, something that is going to solve one of your ideal client's problems and help them get on that journey to transformation that your services are going to provide for them should they invest in you. It's a great way to build up trust and it's a great way to um, for your customers and your clients to get to know you and what you can offer. So as I said, a Download is a great way to entice people to sign up to your mailing list. But what else could you do? Well, you could record a an exclusive video, for example. If you do a lot of video content, you could record an exclusive video just for people that sign up to your Uh, mailing list. You might record a special podcast episode. If that's what you do, if you're a podcaster um, and you record the audio or the podcast audio, you might do a special episode exclusively for those people who sign up to your mailing list. Again, it's all about adding value. And as a service-based business, really thinking about the transformation that your ideal client wants to see and the problem that you can solve through your services, through your knowledge and your information. So offering one of those things as an alter, as a as an exchange for signing up to your mailing list is brilliant. But what if you're a product-based business? Well, a lot of product-based businesses will use a discount code to entice people to save up to sign up. So for example, sign up to my mailing list and receive 10% off your next order. It's not uncommon. Um, lots and lots of businesses do it, and it is a great way to entice people to sign up. The only issue that I would say with offering a discount is just be a little bit careful to manage expectations because the people that sign up to your mailing list may then constantly expect you to send them discount codes. And if that's not something that you want to get into the habit of doing, then you need to make it super, super clear that this is a one-time discount code for new customers. And just be really, really wary when you are offering your special offers in the future. 
but it is still a good way to get people to sign up to your email list. But there are other ways as a product-based business as well. You might offer free shipping. Um, You might offer a buy one, get one free deal. You might offer a free special gift um, as a, a, as a, as a reason to sign up to your mailing list. You might also want to go down the route of offering a how-to guide. So for example, as, um, as a, as a jewelry brand, um, one of my favorite jewelry brands, crystal jewelry brands, Dreamstone Handmade, recently did a video about how to add um, how to add fragrance to a particular stone that she was using in her latest limited edition bracelet. Now, when I saw that video on her Instagram, I thought that would have been an amazing offering to get people to sign up to an email list. So how to add fragrance to your, your Beltane uh, bracelet the Beltane crystals. So there are other ways, even as a product-based business, that you can provide some educational value and a top tip how-to kind of guide that will provide value to your clients. So there are lots and lots of ways that you can entice people to sign up to your mailing list. Pick one and stick to it. I made the mistake a couple of times of of offering too much. I actually offered two different kinds of of free downloads and it just confused people. So stick to one freebie, one giveaway that people are going to get in exchange for signing up to your mailing list. So that's a little bit of information about how to encourage people to sign up to your mailing list. But I want to chat quickly about how then you keep that information. How do you hold those email addresses? And what are your legal obligations as well? Because you are ultimately holding people's personal data that could be um, an identifiable feature for for them. So if I'm thinking GDPR, let me talk you through almost your obligations and your requirements legally in terms of holding that information. But first, platforms. So you could go proper old school and proper simple with this and just record all of those email addresses on a spreadsheet. You can use Microsoft, you can use Google Forms, um, Google Forms, Google uh, Google Sheets. Um, so that's super, super easy um, and fairly it's not it's not overly labor intensive once you've populated that initial document. However, it is quite old fashioned and you will then have to copy and paste all of those email addresses every time you want to send an email out to your email list. So one of my favorite platforms to use, which is a really, really versatile platform, is something called MailerLite. It is my absolute go to now for any email marketing. And what I love about MailerLite is you can create what they call forms that you can embed into your website or have as a standalone pop-up. You can put a link in your Instagram bio, for example, and it takes you straight to these really easy to create MailerLite forms where people will put their email address in. Now, when they put their email address into this super easy form that you've created, it then auto-populates a group within MailerLite to hold all of your email addresses. You can even do things like set up an automation. So, for example, somebody lands on the link in my bio and Instagram. They want to sign up to the Female Creative Hub waitlist, for example. So they click on that link. They get a little pop up form, just a little square that pops up in the middle of their screen. They input their email address, press send off, and then an automated email gets sent out to them thanking them for signing up to my waitlist and what the next steps are. Um, When it comes to my download um, of the ideal client, 
when they click on the link of that within my bio, it opens up again, another little um, square form, they input their email address, and then automatically an email gets sent out with the link to then go and download that freebie. So it's super simple, it's a great automation, and it just takes a lot of stress out of you constantly having to manually input email addresses and then you know add them to your your email platform and send off those emails or send off your freebie or whatever it might be so I love MailerLite for being able to do that the other thing that you can do with MailerLite is you can actually set up separate groups for your email addresses to go into so for example with the female creative I do have um, a slight variance in my ideal client I've got some ideal clients that have already been customers so I might want to target them in a different way to those that have expressed an interest in my services but not yet converted to customers so I might use a slightly different set of language and their needs from me might be different so MailerLite allows me to separate these groups out and just at the touch of a button, when I'm sending out my email campaigns, I can allocate different groups to that email campaign, again, without having to manually add each individual email address. So I find it makes life so much easier it's so easy to use. I've recommended it to a few of my clients who have used it and have really, really loved it. The other thing um, or another benefit that I find from MailerLite as well is you can create something called landing pages. So if you don't have an e, uh, if you don't have a website yet, um, then you can create these one page landing pages, which just look like a website, function like a website, but hold all of your sales information, allow people to sign up to your mailing list or it may be a walkthrough, a sales page of your latest offer or your latest launch. So there, again, it's a brilliant piece of functionality. I mentioned the automation, so you can do that. You can add multiple automations um, uh, alongside actions, so like when people sign up. And the great thing is you can create these amazing email campaigns with lots and lots of templates. They're super easy to use. Um, or you could create your own template because, again, that's really easy. I was surprised how simple that was when I first started using it. And you can save your own as a template and reuse that time and time again. So, again, loads and loads of flexibility. It really does save time in the long run. And you can also bulk create your email campaign. So you can create all of the content, set up all of your emails, and you can schedule them to be sent out on a particular time and on a particular day. So again, if you are, uh, if you love a bit of batch creation, MailerLite is amazing for you to be able to do that. So that is my number one platform. I've also used MailChimp in the past, and some of my um, some of my clients do use MailChimp as well. Um, again, I think it's a great platform. There are some limitations, and if I compare MailChimp to MailerLite, I find MailerLite far easier to use. I find it's got more functionality, and there are less hiccups with it as well. Um, and plus you can integrate um, MailerLite into a back office function in your website to make sure that your emails don't automatically get sent to people's junk folders. Um, but that is, a, that is a drawback of using any of these um, mail type platforms is quite often uh, for the first few times your mail will end up in your uh, client or your customer's junk mail. So I just make it super clear when people sign up with the little pop-up sign-up form that comes up, that written on there, I always say, make sure you check your junk 
male um, just in case it's gone in there. So MailChimp is another option. And also a lot of email providers, uh, email providers, website providers. So for example, Wix, Shopify, um, Squarespace, all of them have a mailing list uh, email integration functionality. So a couple of my clients will use their website platforms, um, whether it be Wix or whether it be Shopify, because they tend to be the ones that we use the most. Um, They will use those platforms to collect email addresses and create their emails again. So again, really, really great super easy to use. It's already a platform that you're using because you've created your website on there. The only drawback with some of the website provided email campaigns is they can be quite limited in design um, and slightly limited in functionality. So if you want an all singing, all dancing, use MailerLite. Um, And the great thing about it is I'm still on the free version. So for all of the email marketing that I send out so far, I've not hit the... um, the ceiling kind of when I would have to start paying for that platform. So definitely try out MailerLite if you want something that is a little bit more funky and is going to provide you with more options. So in terms of GDPR then, so most um, most websites are GDPR compliant in that, say for example, Wix, the way that Wix is set up is that you are naturally GDPR compliant. Um, but one of the things just to be aware of is if you are using... Um, you know, any mail collecting systems, any email collecting system that you just need to make sure that on your website or potentially on a landing page, you have a privacy policy. Now you can find these privacy policies. They're standard ones all over the internet. You just Google them, have a look at other people's websites and see what they've written. But it's really important that somewhere within your policies and procedures, you detail how you are using this information. So for example, if you are collecting these email addresses, what is the purpose of you collecting these email addresses? addresses. Well, you want to send out promotional content to share with customers and potential customers to let them know of your services and your offers that are coming up. Now, for most of you, that is going to be as far as you go in terms of using those email addresses. Um, If you are a coach um, or a coaching, mentoring, teaching capacity and um, you are going to be using email addresses to send out resources, send out information to help them. So you're not just arranging appointments, you're not just making that initial sale, you're actually sending them educational information um, moving forward. So this is applicable to coaches, it can also be applicable potentially to other service-based businesses, so maybe photography, Um, If you are then have got coaching element in there or you're teaching photographers, um, it may be applicable if you're Pilates, yoga, dance, and you might further on be sending out resources. So things outside your one to one contact with that client, have a little look at um, registering your business so you are GDPR compliant. So I've had to register my business. It's only £40. So it's not it doesn't break the bank. And what it does, it just protects me because I have client data, including email addresses, where clients could be identifiable by that data. And because I then will send out, um, you know, further information down the line. If you take my membership group, for example, I'm using their email addresses sometimes or their phone numbers to contact them, to talk to them, to conduct market research, to ask for feedback um, later on down the line. Um, I've got a lot of ongoing contact with a lot of my clients. 
Um, so because of that, I've had to register as GDPR compliant. There is a super easy website that you can access. And if you Google ICO, it stands for Information Commissioner's Office. And within there, there's loads of really helpful information about UK GDPR. Um, and they've also got a great live chat function that you can ask for advice. So basically tell them what your business is, what you use information for, um, and they will let you know whether or not you need to register. But if all you are doing is using those email addresses um, in the normal day-to-day -day business of your organization. So if you are collecting those email addresses just to send out special offers, um, contact customers about their orders, arrange appointments with your customers, then you don't need to register. But if you are going to be having ongoing contact um, more than just a monthly newsletter or whatever, where you're going to be sending out more resources, you're going to be contacting people on a regular basis. So let's say with my membership group, um, then it, you need to be GDPR registered. So yeah, hope that was helpful. A little bit of extra information there around kind of some of the legalities. Um, but if you have any doubt, then yeah, check out the ICO um, brilliant place for lots and lots of information about how you use your customers data. So in this episode, we've talked about a lot of stuff to do with email marketing, what it is, why you need it, the platforms that you can use, how to encourage people to sign up to your mailing list. Um, and yeah, a little bit of a GDPR. So thank you so much for tuning in to the first bonus episode of the Female Creator Talks. Um, if you have loved what you have heard, then please go over to Apple Podcasts, leave me a five-star review and let me know what you think of the podcast. And if there are any other particular topics that you would find super helpful to support you in your business, then please do drop me a message on social media um, and let me know because I want to keep creating content that works for you. So have the most amazing day. Thank you so, so much for listening. And if you are interested in joining the Female Creative Hub membership, then please Please head over to my website www.thefemalecreative.co.uk and hit one of the buttons on work with me and book yourself a free discovery call i'd love to get to know you and your business even more and see how we can work together in the future so keep following me on social media for more hints tips and tricks um, have a wonderful week and i will speak to you soon